this guy wrote a book called Unfair Advantage, and he was talking about how you can use debt to your advantage. He says it's an unfair advantage. If you can understand this, it becomes crazy. Because now you know when to borrow money and when not to borrow money. And so when do you borrow money? You borrow money to buy an asset, something that will produce more money. Amen. And you know when you've done your study, you've done your own work, you know that this asset, the ROI at the end of the day, is going to be far greater than what? The interest on the debt. Do you understand? So I said you should get from system that empowers, not the ones that drain. There are several systems that can borrow people money. How many of you know Lapo in Nigeria? Lapo is not a good system to borrow money. You understand? Lapo will lapo your pocket. <laughs> it's crazy. Some of these microfinance banks, if you borrow from them, you'll be seeing crazy ROM interest. You understand? So how do you expect, and, or you are doing a business, your friend is coming to meet you. Okay, let me borrow you this money. You'll be paying me 20% every month. What kind of borrowing is that? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But there are systems that empower you. You have some cooperative. I am part of cooperative, for example. Amen? Where you can borrow money and you pay just 1% interest per month. Now, imagine you know a system. I'm not saying you put your... Don't give your money to people to, tr to trade for you. Write it down. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking, no. Okay. So, but those so don't say, oh, I know a system. They will trade for me. They will give me 20% per month. No. That's not what I'm talking about. When I say a system, so don't misquote me. But I'm talking of a system, something you understand, something you can work with. So if you know a system, for example, that at the end of the day, give or take, when you remove the cost price from the selling price, you'll be getting an average of up to, say, 5% on your money in a month, right? And you borrow money from a system that collects just 1% interest. How many percent will be your gain? 4%. Now, imagine you have that over a period of one year. You probably, or, or two years, you probably will be having your capital back. So, you'll be paying back. Every 4% you are getting on your interest, you are paying it back into the cooperative because it's just 1% they remove at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, by the time you are done paying your debt, you've had a whole capital of your money back with you. So now the money, the system still continues anyways. So now all the money now belongs to you. Then you begin to build your capital. Do you understand what I just explained? So you need to look for the right set of system that empowers like the system I just gave example of cooperative are empowering systems. They, they are not looking to kill you. They are looking to help you achieve your goals, especially in a place like, I'm, I'm using Nigeria, that's my country, I love my country. You know, in a place like Nigeria, where the salary you are taking is not so much. Recently, a professor is lamenting on the, on the social media that she's collecting after tax and everything about 400K, 400,000 Naira, less than $1,000. So now, how does that person achieve our dreams of sending our children to good schools, of buying a, uh, of having a house and probably a car if those are part of our dreams. Do you understand what I'm saying? So they have a system called cooperative that can give them in a, with a low return. And because they are earning salary, it's easy to pay back. Don't borrow money if you don't have a consistent income. That's very important. Because you, you know, there's a way you just calculate. By the time it's end of the month, I should get the money back. Ow! Is the money going to jump at you? So if you, are not, if you don't have a way or a system of how to pay back, why are you borrowing? If it's not a situation of life and death. Praise God. 
And we've talked about situations. Some people, he's not, he says it's a situation because I want to buy high heel, for example. And so he say, ah, why would you say, ah, no, it's a situation of life and death. I'm doing my graduation. Oh, ah, life what? You wear your flat shoes and you walk elegantly. Hallelujah. You know you, you, know you can wear what you have and still be happier than somebody who have borrowed all the money to buy all the suit and all the shoes. Please, let's, let's be wise. Don't be a slave because you just want to be trendy. Hallelujah. So I said in future class, we'll talk about how to gain freedom from bad debt. So by what we've said now, we've talked about good debt and bad debt. Bad debt is the one you borrow to buy liabilities. Car is a liability. Amen? So if the car is not going to help you to make more money, it's a liability. So why would we borrow money to go and buy a car, for example? But if you know you need the car, you could borrow money from a system that empowers. we we'll said that, right? And then you pay back little by little. It's not going to break your neck. You understand what I'm saying? But there are good debts and there are bad debts. So don't borrow money to buy liabilities, buy assets that will give you more money. All right? So we'll talk the, top, the fourth one, or the next one is giving. Now we need to understand giving before we, start, before we understand or we can make wealth. Some people have bastardized it. The Bible teaches generosity as a way of life, regardless of your what level of income. Amen. Praise God. Can we read this together? One, two, go. Regardless of your level of income. So some people think, ah, when I start making big money, I'll start paying or giving. No. The Bible is calling you to be a giver. God is calling you to be a giver. And you must understand that reality. Amen? When we hold our resources loosely, God is what? Allows us to experience the blessing and joy of giving. Praise God. Do you know there's a joy that comes with giving? Amen? So, God wants you to hold, and we've talked about materialism. Don't be somebody who is moved. Your esteem, your esteem is attached or attached to something physical. Amen? Oh, they must take. They must take. Mm -mm. God wants us to lose. To, to, you should not be attached to anything. Amen. Um, A.W. Tozer called it um, the blessedness of having nothing. Amen. You have everything, but you possess nothing. Can you see that? Can you say it again? I have everything, but I possess nothing. Because I don't, I don't allow that to hold me. God is the owner of all things. So anything I have that God has given to me, I'm not going to hold it so tightly as if that is what will give me my joy the following day. My joy is in God. That one, no one can take it away. Presently, Bitcoin is down. So for those of us, hallelujah, who have cryptocurrency, and every morning when you wake up, where you go first is Binance. <laughs> so you see it, you smile, you go again. Tomorrow morning, you run to Binance. So I, I know in the last two weeks, if you run to Binance, <laughs> you see that it's going down. Hallelujah. Amen. You see what we're saying? So now imagine your joy, your esteem is attached to that. How will you live? So we live to give. We don't give to live. Amen. Now this is very important. You know, all these things that is around, come and sow $2,000 so that you can have this. No, that's not biblical. Hallelujah. Please, are you hearing me? If I cash anybody, the reason why you want to come and give on Sunday 
is so that you can have something. We will return your money to you. This is not MMM. How many of you did MMM? Some people laughed, so I know you laugh. And we did MMM, hallelujah. I did MMM. <laughs> you give help to get help. G-H, G-H, hallelujah. So, we don't give help to get help in the kingdom. We always give help. We are made to give help. God has called us to give help. God has blessed us to bless others. Hallelujah. So we don't give to live. We, leave, we, don't, we don't give to live. We live to give. Amen? So, miracle money, I wrote it here. Raise your phone up, everybody. Okay, Pastor Emma is racing. Receive. <laughs> check your account, check your account. You are going to get some money there. Praise God. No, I'm not in any way mocking people who are doing it, but I'm saying that it's wrong. It's not biblical. Amen? The system, get this one. The system God has designed for you to flourish and to become valuable is not by miracle. It's by work. Amen? It's very important. Please, we must understand this. We give because we are blessed. Not because we want to be blessed. We dance in church because we are blessed. Hallelujah. We rejoice because we are blessed. So somebody say, ah, I want to dance so that God can bless me. No. No. When David was dancing, that dance that we all know. How we dance like David dance. He's not dancing so that he can be blessed. Amen. He's blessed so he's dancing. When Abraham was giving the tithe to Melchizedek, he's not giving the tithe so that he can be blessed. He was coming with a spoil. And he says, oh, this is the priest of the Lord. The priest of Salem, the king of Salem. Then he gave. And the Levite in him gave also. Do we understand? So we are not giving so that God can bless us. Ah, let me go and give $1,000 so that God can. If that is it, all of us. Supposed to, that's, a, that's a smart one. No? I could just go borrow money from cooperative. Can't give. I'll just give one million naira so that God can give me hundred million. You see that? <laughs> Hallelujah. You understand what we are talking about? So please let's understand these realities. These are foundations we need to understand. Don't let anybody. Uh, I don't know. They will just twist you to drop your money. My friends has dropped last the transport money before. <laughs> you know, and then he felt after I drop it, I'm going to just get a, a what's it called? A lift. No lift, carry the move. you select track. <laughs> Praise God. And you know, you know why I'm talking about this? It's very important. I have a friend. She came from America. She, she was here. She left already. And you know the way they, they do stuff. You know, you attend this church. She's not living a godly life. She doesn't go to church. In fact, all her stay on this island for almost two years. She went to church just twice. You understand? She's, she wasn't going to church. But she gives her tithe all the time. So anytime we are having conversation, she always say, I give, I pay my tithe. Call her, I pay my tithe. You understand? He say, and he will teach me about tithe. Hey, this guy can teach when he's tithe. <laughs> he will say, you know, uh, your, your tithe does three things for you. It, it <laughs> Hallelujah. You understand? She doesn't serve the Lord. She's not committed to God. God wants you. He doesn't even want your money first. When he has gotten you, it's easy for you to give him. 
Do we understand? But she's using God to do mathematics. So when I pay my tax, I block the, the devourer. Come on, somebody, you got to block the devourer from your finances. You got to block that, and you know, a thousand dollars, and then people will be rushing in. No. And so one of, one of those days, and she was telling me that, you know, my twin sister is very devoted. In fact, she gave her first, her first um, salary in the U.S. They, they were twins. They live in the U.S. And her first year salary, $30,000, her savings over the one year. She went to give it in church, you know. And then she's saying, and she's devoted, and nothing is happening. You understand? People have gone through all those systems, and they have been disappointed. And that's why we have many young people outside of church today. Because we've deceived them with what is not it. Hallelujah. Can we preach the gospel? Can we let people know how God has, the system God created? We'll, we'll talk more about them. Many have, been dis, many have been disappointed because of error of giving. And this has led many, many challenges. This has led to many challenges among young believers today. We give because we are blessed. Okay. And our attention must be on God and the good of the recipient. So when I'm giving Pastor Fred money, my attention should be on the fact that, ah, God, please, let this money meet his need. Not on the fact that, ah, God, I'm giving the man of God money. So how much are you going to bless me with? You understand what I'm trying to say? It's very important. What about tithing and giving to God, you want to ask, right? And then I wrote it here. Every organization will thrive first by its own donation. Amen. Paul said it. He said, as I'm coming, collect People that are willing, they, they want to give it, collect them, so that we don't have to be collecting when we come. It's necessary for us to, to so why do we give offering on Sunday? If uh, you are talking about this, we give offering on Sunday because we are blessed. And because we want the word of, work of God to progress. Hallelujah. So every organization tries first on its own donation. And we, be, and we being made as givers must learn to give, but we must not mix it up. God isn't just going to bless you because you tithe. He did bless you when you are in Christ. Don't let anybody deceive you. I am blessed already. See, you don't get me. The reason why I'm walking is because I'm blessed. I know the works of my hands are blessed. The reason why I'm not going to steal is because I know I am blessed. The reason why I can stand anywhere anybody can stand is because I know I am blessed. Hallelujah. That's what pushed me. I am acting out of faith. Faith is making me push. Faith is the one pushing me. You see, if you read Hebrews 11, we talk about the heroes of faith. We call them heroes of faith, right? The people that by faith did something. Because they believe what was said. The Bible says that um, Noah built the ark by faith. Do you know what that means? Noah did not say, it is going to rain, guys. It is going to rain. And we're going to have to hide. God said, build an ark because it will rain. What did he do? You think building an ark is not work? Building the ark every day? Following the specific plan as was given to him? Faith pushes you to work. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To be rich towards God is to give ourselves to him. So when we give ourselves to him, it will not be hard at all to give every other thing. Just like we say, Jesus Christ was saying that the person that is more valuable is not the house, but the owner of the house, the person building the house. When he was talking about God and us, right? He says, we are the one he's building. God is the one, he's the God. Hallelujah. 
So the owner of the house is the one that is more valuable than the house. So if a thief wants to kill you now, it is your life or your money. I mean, if you have sense, you say your money. Take my money. Because you know you are going to make money again. Amen. In fact, many rich people have boasted themselves in the fact that if you take all my money away, I'm going to make it again. Because the, what the process they took to get there is not chance and luck. They know the system, and that's what we want to learn. Amen. So that when they take your money, you not say, hey, ah, I'm dead though. You are not dead. You are alive. You made it. And you are going to make it. And, uh, you know, in this whole mess of um, downward trend of all the financial assets, stock market, pew, cryptocurrency, pew, everything, pew, you know, there's this person that just made a tweet on Twitter and, and I mean, that really touched me. Amen. He said, if, if I don't make my 100,000 back, that means I don't deserve the 100,000 in the first place. I'm, I'm like, wow, I say, uh-uh, there are levels to this thing. Amen. Do you understand what he just said? That's powerful. That's who you should be. That's what work makes you to become. It helps you to learn. So what we enjoy at the end of the day is not really the money we are making. It's the person we are becoming as we work to make them. We become a people that can be a blessing to others. So when somebody say, ah, I'm in debt of $5,000, you are saying, ah, just $5,000? I've been in debt of $20,000. This is how I did it. And this is what I have right now. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's very important we understand that. To be rich to all God is to give ourselves, and then we can give every other thing. Be ready to help others. The freedom of lending is a blessing. Amen. To give something out, to lend. And let me mention here, I'm not saying you should just be lending. Don't go and lend out your school fees. So. Amen. For some people, say, don't lend them money. Just give them small. If they say, ah, please, borrow me 5,000 tele. Say, ah, 5,000 tele. Ah, I don't have 5,000 tele now. But I can give you 200 tele. I give you. Don't return it. Take it. No, I'm, I'm speaking from experience now. Amen. Amen. If I tell you how much people are owing me, you'll be shocked, you know. So don't depend on people. I promise you. People have promised me. <laughs> so the, the pastors know what I'm talking about. And maybe some folks here. You know, I promise you, Kola, tomorrow morning, my mom is going to the bank like this. And she will send it to you. Ah, are you sure she's going to the bank? Ah, ah. See, see the chat. See the chat. <laughs> Amen. And then I just gave the money. And at the end of the day, Waiting, we see. Amen. Please, I'm begging you. Don't be, don't fall into that error. If you if you don't have the money, don't go and say or, or borrowing people another person's money. Be careful. Be warned. Though. God wants us to lend. He wants us to give, but not to put ourselves in debt because we are giving. Amen. That's very important. So please write it down. Acts chapter twenty and verse thirty-five um, B. What I want to note there, what I want you to note there is this. The scripture is saying that we should work hard. Now, after you've worked hard to hand, it says we should give. So, the scripture is teaching us that the reason why we need to work hard to hand is not so that we can have a lot of money and keep for ourselves. It's so that we can have to give. Hallelujah. Amen? Praise God. Alright, so the Bible encourages us that even when we work hard, it's so that we can have to give. Amen? Alright, so the next point, okay, if anyone asks this word good and sees brothers in need, you can write it down. First John chapter 3 and verse 17. God wants us to give. You should not see your brother in need and you have and you cannot give. 
Some of you have not given anybody in this church anything before. It's wrong. Say it's wrong. Ah, I don't have so much money. I only have 1,000 tele per month. You can give. You can give 50 tele. Amen? Please, it's very important. Your brother is in need. You cannot give something. That's wrong. Say wrong now. <laughs> Amen? So each one must give as he has decided in his heart. That's another thing. Not grudgingly, not of necessity. Decide in your heart. Amen. Don't be... It will never come. So come and say, if you don't give this money, your season will not come. God forbid. Say God forbid. You know, somebody will say, your seed is what determines your season. Without a seed, your season cannot come. And then people say, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> and then, no, 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 no. Not of necessity. Even tithe is not of necessity. Amen. Let me tell you the reason for tithe. It's for a structure. It's for you to have a structure. Because human beings, naturally, we are people of structure. You understand? That's why we say, do your devotion. Don't say, I will freestyle. Oh, I'm going to freestyle about my Christian work. No, no, no. Do your devotion. Build delight in it. it you have to first go through discipline because before, before it becomes a delight. So, tight is also a structure to help you to give. So, if you have that structure, you know that no matter what, I have this percentage I, I'm giving. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's not a law for the man in Christ. Do you understand? But what is a law for the man in Christ is to give abundantly, not grudgingly, not of necessity. Freely, we are givers. Say, I'm a giver. Say, I am a giver. The decision to give is not primarily about money. It's about nature of God in us and how, how, he, how he has given to us. We ought to give out of thanks, thankfulness for all that we have but do not deserve and because the generous giving is a reflection of the love of Christ in us. God gave everything. So learn, learn it now. You do not have to have a lot of money to do it. So somebody is saying, ah, when I have money, ha, you now start calculating. I have, if, you, if you cannot give out of your 1,000 tele, I'm telling you, it's not a joke. It's not a, a magic. You will not give even if you have 1 million tele. So you have to learn now. With the little you have, learn to give. Be a giver. So John D. Rockefeller, how many of us know John D. Rockefeller? One of the men who built America, right? He was, he was, he was the richest man in America at the time. He was a Baptist uh, minister, not a pastor, but one of the major people in Baptist. And he said this. He says, I never would have been able to give a tithe of my first million dollars if I did not tithe my first salary of 1.5 1, 1 per week. So when he was collecting 1.5, dollars per week. He had learned to give. So when he started making a million dollars, a billion, I mean, he became extremely wealthy. It is easy for him to give one million to church. You understand? Praise God. Do, do we understand? So, who should we give to? Honor God's work on earth. That's the first place. Give to the work of God. Learn to give to God's work. If you are a part of a church, it's your duty. It's your duty. It's your civic duty. Yes, civic. I said I will not use civic, but I'm still using it here. Civic duty and spiritual duty to give to the work of God in your local church. Amen. It's, it's good. It's only right. Yeah? You should give to the needy. Some people will say, don't give to the needy. The needy are not, uh, how do they say? Eh? They are not a fertile ground. No, no, no. The Bible encourages us to give to the needy. 
to those who are, in, who are in need. I've heard that message before I was in the church. And the guy said, some of you, you are so passionate about giving to the poor. Is that a fatal ground? You should give to your man of God. We've talked about giving to your man of God, giving to your church. But don't also not give to those who are in need. We just read the scriptures. If you see somebody in need and you block your eyes as if you don't know, it's wrong. Amen. Give to those who labor to, in your ministry or to your life, in ministry to your life. Give to your neighbors, give to your family, give to your friends. That's how God has made it. We are meant to give. Amen. All right, so and we'll talk about work. This is the other one. It's very important we understand. Work is not a result of sin. Amen. Work is not what? A result of sin. Amen. Hallelujah. How many more minutes? Three minutes. Okay. Okay, let me just try and... Okay. All right. We'll continue from here later. Amen. Praise God. We'll continue from here later. We need to understand what work is. Some, some of us, are, we have distorted understanding of work. And so these are just few foundations that we need to lay. Uh, tomorrow, next week, we'll just finish up on the foundations and we'll go to the mindset. Hallelujah.